podcasting what's up guys hi i'm very excited today what up what up i'm ready for this benny the butcher show i've been looking forward to this show for quite some time okay well first of all who is benny the butcher benny the butcher uh benny the butcher is a rapper from buffalo sells a lot of cocaine (laughs) oh a lot of cocaine (laughs) like however much cocaine you think pusha t sells i think benny probably sells just as much cocaine if not more yeah more cocaine yeah he has a song called 18 Wheeler featuring Pusha T. Plus me and your old connect was tighter than them Doche runners. First time I ever cooked the deuce, I got a four way from it. Stabbed it in a pot so many times, they think OJ done it. And me and Push would have linked back when I was a dealer. That's an 18 Wheeler to my town from Virginia. Enough glitter on my neck and make my ex bitch bitter. Oh. And I think if you have enough cocaine to put on an 18 Wheeler, that's like you. Trapper of the year. Yo. <laughs> like that sounds that's a like a lot of coke. That's a lot of coke. But I'm hoping for uh I'm hoping for some bloody Timberlands. Okay. I'm hoping for um <laughs> maybe Timberlands and shorts. I feel like there might be a lot of Timberlands and shorts what? in the loft tonight. What? What? I'm looking for a full New York experience. I mean I know Buffalo is a little bit different than like the five boroughs, but I'm still looking for a good authentic no, a thousand percent. When DMX performed at One Music Fest last weekend, oh, I was yeah. not disappointed because he had red Tims. Yeah, yeah, he did and, have on red Tims. Yeah, and shorts. Yep, yep. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I expect some of that tonight. Yo was very confused. I gotta say, if you got Tims on in shorts, I'm afraid. Yeah, but that's yeah. the point. Yeah, that's got. <laughs> I mean, she gets it. It has to be like a serial killer. You have like to instill uniform. fear from across the alley. Yeah. yeah. Dang. When you but, step out on the ass, they got to know, like, oh, he's got on shorts. You got to see the world, yo. That's Black Air Force Ones. Like, yeah. I, no, Black For- they they serve that same kind of purpose. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Felonies, t- police tape, <laughs> sirens, <laughs> triage. Oh, my God. Word association. How'd you get on Benny? Um, Through just listening to Griselda. Like, yeah. Conway and West Side Gun. It was like, that was... Listen to them, that was their man. And now, I guess the student is the teacher. I mean, I if Benny had like a, I mean, I think Griselda as a whole has had a pretty big year and, you know, the Shady Deal and Fact. signing the Rock Nation management and that type of thing. But I feel like Benny is the one who kind of made the cipher complete and then also became the biggest or most talked about figure amongst the three of them. Mm, and it's not okay. a lot of. There are, I guess there are other East Coast artists who have made dents in, you know, in the game, A Boogie and, and, and these type of Young and May and stuff like that. But, like, these are street dudes. And I haven't, I don't remember the last time that street rappers had this kind of excitement or this type of buzz surrounding them. Like, Jim Jones and Cameron and, and Dipset was one thing and, you know, Mano and those type of guys. But I feel like this is something different. I see the vision. When we went to Dreamville Fest, that's what Ja Rule was playing. He was playing a lot of Benny. And that's what really put me on. Because I've always, I like this music. To to operate kind of like in the underground, you got to know Benny the Butcher. Yeah, like a he, lot of yeah. the homies talk about him. But I never gave him the ear. He got the voice. He got the style. He got the charisma. Mm-hmm. And then you believe him. Yeah, and, that, and, and that's the other part. Is for, like, for a rapper to be the butcher... Like that's a name that already incites a, a sense of fear, mm-hmm. and then for me to be convinced of the things you're rapping about just totally takes it to the next level as far as uh, that authenticity of a street rapper. Yeah. So I, I'm glad street rap is back to a certain degree because it's not trap. Yeah, you know, no, it's trap not trap at all. Street yeah, rap, yeah, yeah. two yeah. different Say that part. ends of the illegal outlaw spectrum. Yeah, you know, but that's but I I like that. Like that's what I want in the art right like everybody might share similar life experiences but i just want to hear it presented in your own way whatever that is yeah absolutely you know and like everybody even if you are you know even if you are a street dude you don't have to have 808s and hi-hats and like the whole lex luger sound kit and every one of your beats for us to believe you like you can still rap like however you rap or do whatever style you do and like as long as it's dope I feel like that'll probably shine through at some point. Yeah. So for those who haven't gotten the full extent of the picture yet, like why we were doing season two of the Something to Say podcast, uh, like once the mics went off, we like 
generally reverted to talking about some of the newer shit that was out. And so we figured that with season three, we might try to change things up a little bit and alternate between giving folks some flowers and then just talking about some new shit that we're into. Yeah. So what about you? What you been listening to? <laughs> you said that so fast. <laughs> yeah. I had to pass it to you before you pass it to me. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, so the guy I've been listening to is a little bit more established than some of the other folks that we're going to be talking about. But I've been li- listening to Maxo Cream. Yeah. Just nonstop. Yeah. Uh, the Brandon Banks album, I think, is one of my favorites from this year. Fire. Just like hands down. Hands down. Um, I think I've heard of him last year, not the year before, uh, through Passion of the Weiss, which is Jeff Weiss's music blog. Um you know, like they do the sort of artist discovery that A&Rs need to be paying them for. Um, but essentially, like it was a song, Roaches, off his last project, Punkin'. Punkin', yeah. Yeah, where I was just like, what is happening here? Because he's talking about, well, first of all, roaches are disgusting. He's talking about rat traps and things like that. But then in the end, after having under, because I think he talks about Hurricane Harvey hitting mm-hmm. it, like his family's way. He's like, but I'm grateful for everything. And I'm, I'm just like, what? Why would you say such a thing? Like, if the small, if I get a hangnail, I start crying. <laughs> so, like, who is this dude? But then, yeah, Brandon Banks comes along, and from like meet again, just like onward, I was just like completely transfixed. Always hot. But let me tell you about your daughter. Yesterday she tried to walk. Every day she getting smarter. Other day she tried to talk. You can't be there like a father, and it's fucking with you mentally. Court appointed a lawyer. Got my bro a half a century. He's incredible. Another great voice in rap right now. Like he has the right textures to bring you in, and he has like the pen to tell the stories. Everything's vivid. Mm-hmm. Like he could be a screenwriter. That's really how can. great his writing is. And for him to do it so well over like longer albums, his albums aren't super short. Like he gives you a lot of music, and he does not like falter at all. Mm-hmm. 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 like incredible rapper yeah yeah just like really incredible like you can he he does like a lot of world building i think for people who might have listened to some of his older stuff as i tried to do today is probably they're probably already intimately familiar with like the spice road and the stuff like that but like i think he really like digs into it like this is the more complete origin story like you don't necessarily need to listen to anything else like if you're just going into this project um but yeah like really really vivid storytelling i really like how he sort of like toys with the flow because i think there's like a certain flow now that's like really hip that i'm just getting like really sick of but it's like the one that's like in the pocket and kind of like migos like and he has a way of just like toying with it like when he goes for those long stretches of rapping Mm -hmm. like it's just like shit and he's always doing it like really intentionally um so I'm really into that. And then like, and then in the middle of that, you have like, she live, which is, which is just perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, I was saying the other day that so far this year, I think there's been more singers albums mm. have made more of an impression on me than like rappers albums. But okay. this is probably my favorite rap album of the year. Ooh. Like, Oh really? Yeah. I would, I mean, the Dreamsville album is up there. This one, um, I mean, Benny's project. That's not an album though. That's like you know a mixtape collection of songs. That's a mixtape, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But as far as rap albums that came out this year, yeah. I mean, there haven't been a a whole lot in my in my mind when I think about all the stuff that came out this year. I think more about the singers' albums than the rappers' albums. Ah, interesting. But Brandon Banks is one of those that's like a consistent play all the time. Yeah, like um, yeah. Drizzy Draco, oh man, oh come God. on! Like, I need to be at this tour because I think he's coming here in like a couple of months, like a, in October. In, in October. Field trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Let's I need go. to be at this Brandon Banks tour because I definitely need to see Drizzy Draco like live with people acting stupid. Have you seen him before? No, I've never seen him before. I saw him open for Schoolboy Q. Oh wow! Uh, a couple of years ago at the Tabernacle. Oh, really? yeah, that's old, ex- that explains the how they linked up on here. What Q, oh. album, what Q album was this? Blank Face. Really? It oh, okay. Got face. you. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Right. And right, he right, was right, great. Right. Like, he he has a good stage presence. He has a way of rapping his words where you feel them. You know, uh-huh. like, they connect. And, you know, he's not 
the super melodic rapper, but like the melodies he does use are super effective live. And he's also a pretty straightforward rapper. Like he's Absolutely. one of the examples of one of those guys where there's not like a bunch of tricks and like hijinks inside. It's just like, I'm just rapping to you. Mm -hmm. I'm on the beat, the words rhyme. I'm telling you a story. My voice is cool. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. You're, you're into this. Yeah, like he's like a blueprint for a natural rapper to me. Like, mm -hmm. it just works for him. He understands how his voice sounds on certain beats. He understands how clear he has to be. He's very clear when he raps. He doesn't, like, try to out-rap everyone trying to be, like, super fast, double times and stuff like that. Like, he's very clear and not saying all the words. Like, it's very refined as far as, like, form goes. Mm -hmm. Him and mm -hmm. Benny are very, like, traditional rappers in the sense of form, but they make, yeah. sure, they make it modern. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what's interesting about him and uh, Megan, actually. It's like, because they're both coming out of Houston, right? And as they're coming up, they're constantly fielding these questions about, like, well, how does your music tie back to this Houston rap lineage that we always know? Whether that's, or Texas rap lineage, I should mm -hmm. say, because they right. always ask about UGK. They always ask about DJ Screw. And they're always like, yeah, I mean, we acknowledge these sorts of things, but what we do is different. And if that isn't abundantly clear by now, um, I don't know when it would be. But I think that's also exciting, too. It's like they're sort of like um, I know they always kind of toy around with like the samples here and there. And but then he also does the the future itching interpolation. Yeah, too. that's the stuff. Oh. I like yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas is real big. Houston specifically is real big right now. Like I love it. I love it I so mean, much. It, Beyonce goes without saying, but right. Maxo, Meg, Don Tolliver. Yeah. Now they're having a year. Travis. Like it's it's like it's a lot going on right now in Houston that I don't know if anyone is a really good point. I don't know if anyone's talking about that in like a larger conversation, but there's a lot happening in Houston. Solange. 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 You got to mention her. Like we could talk about Beyonce. I feel like Solange earns to be referenced when you talk about like Houston and yeah. like being an artist. And being that, an artist from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's like yeah, really sure. making waves. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so. makes me want to know the story about, um, how like Meg outside to like Rock Nation because oh. I know they just inked the management deal, but I have to, like maybe in an alternate world like Jay Z has like a burner Twitter account where he sees that Solange and Megan The Stallion are hanging out at like the same strip club, <laughs> he's like, you know and then what? he's like, hmm, interesting. Maybe I should get a piece <laughs> of the Megan The Stallion business. <laughs> I wonder how him and Beyonce talk about like artists because it's like if she sends him somebody like oh, I really like this, does he just like I won't sign him? You know, like, do they, do they just, <laughs> instead like, of like, oh, that's that, nice? Yeah, 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 like, do they enjoy anything? Or you like, I'm writing up a contract right now. Right now, I'm gonna yeah. do this. Give me an email. Are I'll they on opposite up. ends of the dining room table? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, she's on SoundCloud. He's typing up contracts. Like, I just don't know how the dynamic, that dynamics of that relationship works. But I imagine Solange and Megan connecting leads to Jay Z in some. Yes, and yeah, in some form of fashion. Like, yeah. you, you would think that there are. Like levels of meeting people before you just sit down with hope. I mean, and I feel like for Meg, obviously everything has moved really fast for her, but she she had choices, right? You know, you just can't you can't be the only one offering something on the table. So, well, I had an interesting conversation about Meg the other day with some friends of mine, and they feel like they love Meg, but they feel like Meg should be way bigger than even what she is right now. What does that even mean? That she hasn't had a Bodak Yellow moment yet or had the song that was the biggest song across the across the board or across the... And I was like, to me, it feels like Meg is on track for what it is that she's been doing all this time. I mean, Well, how big did Hot Girl Summer get? I thought it went number one somewhere. Didn't it? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it was on, like Apple charts or something. One, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, number yeah, one yeah. on Twitter. I don't know if it really hit. 
urban radio super crazy like that. Yeah, I feel like it's still a mix. I mean, the record plays. I heard it last night when I was out, but I don't. I don't think it's not going to be a song that people listen to and yeah. enjoy. But I also don't know that Hot Girl Summer is going to be the biggest song in America. Like it doesn't feel like. Watch how global warming plays out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if the summer extends, yeah, it maybe that's really what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In January, if it's we're in January, be January when it's still ninety-five <laughs> degrees outside, it may be like you know what that Megan Thee Stallion had a point. About this hot girl Should have paid thing. attention to that Paris Accord, but now here we are. <laughs> now hot girl summer. Should listen to Meg. <laughs> I will say this though. Um, I think our expectations for how big artists should be is kind of jaded. That was my yeah. I'm, uh, I agree with you. I, I think. I mean, Drake didn't get his first number one till Hotline Bling. You know, we're four albums oh, in. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, Drake, as big he as Drake so is. He was so obnoxious already. Exactly. Mm. Right? Radio had Drake playing every hour and hour, but it took him a while to get that moment. And I feel we project that upon artists. Oh, you are you should be this big, but it's a process. It takes time to build an artist. It takes time to uh, work a record. Like Hot Girl Summer might be the biggest song of the summer next year. Right. And they Maybe. keep working. Right. It, you know. I mean, that's a song you can work every summer. Well, yeah, I was going to say, that's a, exactly. based on how she positioned it, it's the forever song now, just yes. in the sense of... It's summertime. It, yeah, Target's the, working on their spin on live for yeah, next year like right even, now. Right. You like, know? I, although Absolutely. I disagree with the delivery of the record in general yeah i still think it's a forever song because it's she hot girl summer is forever yeah. like yeah. She, yeah she stamped that and that's what it's gonna be now so like as long as she's high as long as the hotties uh, is her fan base mm-hmm. there's gonna be a hot girl summer every summer and i think megan has I don't know, no pun intended. She has the legs to be a long term artist. That's well played, though. That's well played. That was pretty well played, <laughs> though. Well played, though. I'll give you that one. I'll let you slide with that one. I'll let you slide with the pun. She if can't. you had said the knees, it would have been. <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> that might have been it. That might have been the deeper level. Like if you dug a little bit she deeper into the knees, you might have you yeah. given the knees. I didn't want to reach it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. A little I get it. I get it. But yeah, so that's what I like about her as far as what's interesting. She can be here for a while. So I don't want to project any type of ranking or any type of height on her when I know we could talk about Megan in three years and she'd be the biggest rapper in the world. It's right. Easily. That right. takes time. And I hope that's what she wants because I think she has a trajectory. Right. Plus she just got top. here. She yeah. just got I mean, like, here. She was doing a lot of freestyles for years. I'm not saying as far as her work, but I'm just saying to the general masses, she just got to this party this in February. Year. This is her rookie year. Big old, I mean, when did like big old freak really take impact? Like December, like, January? Like really last year like, going, yeah, into, the going into the new year. So mm-hmm. like it's been 10 months. Like yeah. for 10 months, I say she's alright. Yeah, no, <laughs> she's doing incredible. I say she's doing right. okay. Probably one of so, the best like, ten months I've ever seen an artist have, right. coming yeah. from where she came from, and just like looking at her situations, not a no really big cosigns as far as like having that feature. Having like she does, she hasn't had her monster moment like Nikki. We haven't even gone into had, those accolades yet. Yeah, she's already uh, pretty fucking huge. Mm-hmm. So. Just imagine when they really, really when they actually the turn the juice on, on the thing, yeah. and that's what I'm hoping that the Rock Nation thing will yes, do for right. her is that like okay, now let's like put the juices and berries in this shit <laughs> and and really make a Jerry curl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yo, what? That metaphor made no sense, but it sounded good. I was coming like, first out of, it went from it felt good for me to say to hair yeah. smoothies, it and I was so confused. It felt good for me to say it is absolutely unrelated to anything. I hope there's kids listening to this. It's got Google a Jerry curl. Like, Jerry curl. What the what fuck is, is he that? And how do you spell like, that? Right. They're yeah, yeah. Ju- and how do you spell that? That's the important part because as you said that, somebody typed in J E R R Y, and it's like nah, player. Nah, that player. Is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing that just happened. So if you're the person that it happened to, I'd like you to comment. <laughs> <laughs> if you are that person, I'd like Fess you to come up. forward. Fess up. Be honest with us. We're, it's a safe place. No one's going to judge you. But if you are that person who did that, I'd like for you to leave a comment so I can recognize you properly. Big facts. But, um... But, yeah. I mean, Meg, I think Meg is in a good space, and I think there's, like, a lot of room for her to do her thing that isn't mm-hmm. you know um and for maxo too i think maxo, oh yeah for yeah yeah for maxo, maxo's yeah, trajectory yeah. that was the thing about maxo climbing. that really struck me today it's like this is technically his debut album Facts. Mm. What, what, label did, what label, label did it come out on rca rca but he had pickup. um something like seven years of work prior to this right you know um and I'll, and he ca- caught a couple cases in that time period but still 
that's a really long ass time to lead up to a debut quote yeah. unquote album absolutely and he's always kind of had like a blog presence he wasn't like a blog rapper but blogs really picked up on him pretty early mm-hmm. and i believe that he used the internet to kind of work himself in a way that he never lost momentum even with the cases like it wasn't super like free gucci but every time maxwell dropped something there was fanfare there was excitement there was um this anticipation that he was elevating with every album with every record so signing rca is an interesting choice but i think he got like a really good deal i think yeah. got like 1.5 mil Mm-hmm. For a street rapper with no radio singles, yeah. get a million dollars from a major. Yeah, like, that says a lot about your foundation. So seven mm-hmm. years foundation allowed him to get that situation. So that also seems to be a thing. With I mean, and not saying that it's exclusive to them, because I mean, I'm sure this applies to a lot of cities. But it feels like the artists that come out of Houston have a pretty good foundation under them normally before they come into the mainstream. Mm. Like artists in Houston that have been grinding for a long time. I don't. Mm. I don't. It seems like the ones that have been popular didn't just popular. appear out of nowhere. Like Lil like, Nas X. I mean, Lil Nas X kind of appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, he kind of appeared out of nowhere. That's what There's not a lot of history to go back to. And no one like, knew what high school he went to. Like nothing. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, here you are. You're this guy. You got this song. Mm-hmm. Boom. Cool. But it feels like a lot of the artists that come from there usually get a pretty good foundation. Yeah. You know, of stuff you could look back at but by the time you hear them for the first time. Right, right. Yeah. Well, speaking of foundation, Ja, you had sent an interesting song by this girl named uh, Summerella. Summerella. And I, and I was looking her up and I was like, wait, she was on Vine first? Like, Yeah, I didn't know anything about her. Apparently, okay. when I brought this up to some of my coworkers, I was told that she is a Vine personality and YouTuber and, and that type of thing. So I was huh. like, okay, cool. But when I heard the song for the first time, I was actually leaving uh, Petite Marche and I was listening to 96.7. I think that's the station. Um, and they were playing this song. I couldn't. I didn't know who it was. I just heard Gucci's voice and I was like, I was like, this song is pretty tough. And I heard Gucci, I was like, okay, maybe it's Gucci featuring whoever this girl yeah. singing was. And then when I uh, Shazammed it, I was like, oh, Summerella. So then I looked at the, I looked at it on Apple Music and it said 2018. And so then I Googled it and it was like, it came out of May 2018. So oh, as I'm hearing yeah. this song, I'm listening to it like, how the fuck did this song not become a thing? Like, it's huh. to me, it sounded like a thing. Like, yeah. I could hear this song being played in various places. So as I did more research on the record, I realized that the remix that I was hearing on the radio just came out a month ago or three weeks ago. The video, it's Gucci and uh, it's Gucci, Trouble, uh, Tokyo Jets. Tokyo Jets. Did you even say the name of the song? I don't think you actually Oh, did. no, the name of the song. Oh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> say the name of the song. The name of, I think the name of the song officially is Pretty Bitches in a Trap. There we go. I think there so we officially, go. what was the unofficial name? Well, I think the, I think for like the edited version was like Pretty in a Trap or something like that. Uh, like, you know, to that degree. Like minus, yeah, nah, I need minus the, the version of that. Yeah, but I think the official version of the song, yeah, the official version of the song is called Pretty Bitches in a Trap. And uh, it's just a catchy record. Uh, she signed his own four. She's a polo artist. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I hadn't really heard of... The last time I heard from Polo, he was doing a country station in Nashville. Was he? Yes, I sent this to you. Remember? He, like, it was because... It wasn't because of Lil Nas X, but he was like, listen, uh, non-white people like country too. And so he went over to Nashville and he started a radio station. Was he trying to prove a point? Sounds like it. Like- and he got it for cheap though. <laughs> no, but it's real. Anyway, sorry. I that's the last time I heard from him. Yeah. I didn't know well, he was well, doing I mean, but to that anymore. point though, like I hadn't really heard of, I hadn't heard his name associated with a new artist or new music right. or something that came just across my, not that I was searching it out, but just nothing that came across my field of vision and looking at new artists and new things going on. I just didn't even, it somehow I missed this one. That's fine. But when I heard the record, I was like, this is a pretty catchy record. And I can see why they did a remix and she has, you know, a lot of Atlanta artists featured on it. Some hometown love. Yeah. But, um, I just thought it was a dope song and I was like, okay, like she seems to have the personality for it. Um, I don't know how much, 
she's writing. I don't know if she's a writer or, you know, whatever the case is as far as her music goes. But mm-hmm. I think it was a cool record. And she's from Atlanta. So no projects. Just no. singles. Just, just singles. singles. Yeah, just, just singles sing- so far. Yeah. I don't right. think she's gone into that far yet. Though. If I was a new artist, I would not drop an album. It like ever? Seems, it, I would not do that. Why? That's an <laughs> old idea. You have a book. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy they gave me a book. But... Like, honestly, if you think about the ability to work singles and playlist placements and how streaming revenue is usually brought in by how hot a record is, yeah. if you just keep dropping hot records, it doesn't have to stop. Like, if I was a little Tekka, I would never drop an album. Why did you do that? Mm. You could have dropped all between those songs six weeks apart and just keep and turn them up. Yeah. Like, it's just, to me, it's an old concept to drop an album. I wouldn't do an album deal with a label. I would do a single deals. You get 20 singles. I wonder how much money Sheck West made off of Mo Bamba. Good question. Because he didn't make a lot of that album. I mean, like... Sheck West, send us your taxes. (laughs) Yo, what? That'd be great if you could just request people's taxes. (laughs) (laughs) And they was for us to send it in. And we can read it live on the podcast. Yes, pivot being a lawyer. Um, But yeah, like I like the idea that in a very single-driven music space that you wouldn't even think about an album. I just feel like an album takes work, it takes time, it takes marketing, it takes a whole lot to build an album. But you can do a lot less building singles and be just as effective. I think that would work if artists were more self-aware. Yeah. Because I feel Maybe. like there are, I feel like there still are album artists that exist. Facts. So like Maxwell Cream can't do that. Yeah, he has I would have been him. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't like say yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Don't I wouldn't. Just I wouldn't yeah, singles, would yeah I wouldn't. For him, I, would I wouldn't suggest sick. that. But there clearly is a whole host of artists who don't need albums at all. Ever, yeah, ever. anything. Like, I almost feel like it would be more work because you so? when you put out an album, we're now at the point where picking out a single from that full-length project could be a democratic process it could you know, be you could be in the middle of trying to push something out and we decide otherwise and we decide otherwise that's what happened with future with mask, mask off. off right yeah. but yeah. if you if everything is riding on a single because you're counting on this to go and then it doesn't you have and then you have to start over again versus yeah. doing that work up front i think i'd rather do the work up front and plus, I mean, not to say that that's a good point. This never happened before, but we're in this era now where these singles are coming out, and they're, I mean, to the Summerella point, mm-hmm. they're not popping until two years later anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Lizzo is living a whole life off a <laughs> song that is nineteen months old. <laughs> yes. And like she might have had the best year anybody in music this year. And the song did not come out this year at all. Right. Not even right. nowhere close to this year. No. So it's like yeah, that's her trap queen for sure. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, and there's a lot of artists in the past five years or so who have lived a good life off of some shit they made one day that was just dope. Mm-hmm. That we either didn't hear enough or we weren't ready for or we hadn't democratically decided uh. to to accept. But here we are. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's some holes in my. Am I thinking? No, I think it. I think it works to an extent. Well, um, I think it's. I think it's, I just don't think it's as foolproof. Yeah, I mean, you she pretty said. much got to have a job at Spotify. Got to have an auntie at Apple. Like you got <laughs> to have an auntie at Apple. <laughs> you got to have an infrastructure to make sure these records go. If you can't confirm that, now if I was signed to Spotify Records, I wouldn't drop it. <laughs> Is there a label? Yeah. No, nah, they should oh. have one though. What do you do? What? Crazy. They're so close. Well, they kind of do. Yeah. I feel like Human Resources is kind of like Spotify Records. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what they, I mean. That's Human Resources. That's what their partnership is through. But I mean, they released a lot of good records. Like, yeah, absolutely. Baby Rose album came out on Human Resources. Pink Sweats came out on Human Resources. Mm-hmm. The Baby Rose album is one of my favorites this year. Oh yeah, she's definitely like one of those things I'm saying about singers. Like, album is fire. Wait, what are their singers? Have there been? Um, Baby Rose, uh-huh. Ari Lennox, Snow uh-huh. Allegra, Summer Walker. Anderson Pack, Summer Walker, um, somebody oh, else. So many of these rappers are singing now. Young Thug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw him in there. Like, that counts. But yeah, like I think singers are having like a really interesting year. Because, I mean, R&B never died, but I feel like there's an excitement about Yeah, it vocals. wasn't exciting for a very long time. Yeah, I think we were just waiting for a star. Because 
uh, Black, his East Atlanta Love Letter sophomore album just turned a year old today, I believe. That's crazy. That's a quick ass year. We just recorded that episode yesterday. That's a very fast year. So thinking about him, like he's a star. Mm -hmm. Right. He's not yet at the superstar level, but I think the excitement around him and if the records are right will propel him to that next level. And I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of singers are at that point. Ari Lennox is definitely at that point where she's that Break oh, it yeah. away from being propelled. Break me up and get you, get you, yeah, yeah, when the lights is out. I'm summertime, I should put that game on pause. And do it how I like it, baby, nice and slow. Break me up and get you, away from being propelled up. Baby Rose is a, a young artist, but you can tell if they keep working her the way they are, there's excitement she's around on her. that same arc. Absolutely. Gonna, she's going to catch one of those things. So, uh, yeah. yes, no, Allegra, love her album. Fire. This is incredible. So, yeah, it's just, I feel like the new voices of R&B is what's being really exciting about singers right now. They're all very distinct, too. I feel like, you know, maybe people felt like there was a lot of, you know, Mrs. Me Tooing going on a little in, bit. in the R&B space for a while. But all of those people that we just named, I wouldn't really compare any of them to each other. Songwriters, songwriters, vocalists. Yeah, all yeah. of that is all pretty distinct. And the rappers are significantly less so to some degree. I think rappers is a little bit more crowded. And yeah. it's funny because I think in rap, too, your voice matters more now than ever. But I feel like it's easy to to mimic certain flows or to borrow certain styles. Like, sure. Roddy Rich and then Thugs sound very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know Roddy Rich when you hear him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, he's distinct in his own way, but you recognize the patterns. Yeah, you, recognize you, know, the you, flow. Yeah, you know the DNA. You know that. the source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same way with mm-hmm. a lot of music and hearing, like, the auto-tune textures and thinking the future. Being like, oh, okay, like, I know where the source of this is. But when you listen to Baby Rose, there is, like, not a source of her voice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the sources I think of are, like, people that have passed away yeah like, older like artists older, yeah. older older she artists she got like an old old voice i don't so, know how she was born i know and like i think like 93 94 time travel is real Man, must absolutely be. must be because damn yeah, like, that, that didn't come from this era man there just needs special. to be more Michael B. Jordan movies as vehicles for all these singers. <laughs> Is yes. that what they need? Yes, because that's the first that? time I heard Shea Butter Baby. It was in Creed 2. Like, and that's the funny thing about really? that movie. Oh, yeah, it wasn't a soundtrack. You're right. Yeah. I didn't see that movie. I saw the first one. I didn't see the second Is it good? The, I enjoyed the first movie, even the though the first said, movie Tessa Thompson's Philly accent is terrible. <laughs> it's <laughs> a little like, distracting. And being that I know a lot of people from Philly, when I'm listening to her, like yo, just stop, man, just cut it out. But Creed in of itself is a beautiful thing. I would say that Creed Two was not my favorite. It was definitely the more Hollywood version of that movie. Yeah. But like the love scene to Shape Butter Baby, I was just like, oh, okay, so that's gonna be a thing now. So. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Ari, Ari's album still rests pretty comfortably in my top five this year. I got to see how I feel about it in a couple of months. Because every fair. time I go back to it, I love it. But yeah. there's so much music that it's hard for me to start ranking things yet. But like she has, I hate to compare them, but I remember when Scissor dropped Control and how much I love that album. Mm-hmm. You know? And obviously it's, it's not for me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just tell, like, the songwriting, the textures, the vocals, like, everything there. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is an album that's going to be around. These are yeah. songs that's going to oh, yeah. be around. Oh, yeah, be around. In, that's how I feel about for, yeah. Ari. I thought, oh, yeah, you're going to be around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy that Dreamville snatched up, like, Ari Lennox and Earth Gang. Because you, I don't think when J. Cole first came out, you would think. Yeah, NJ, but like, I'm just saying, like, this year, the, oh, those, this two year, albums, those two like, albums, like, Mirrorland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's Ari's album? Uh, Shea Butter Baby. Shea, oh, duh. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe that, like, whoa. Like, you guys are building, like, a squad. Something's going you on know, here. Not just a strong artist that's, like, co-signed by J. Cole, but, like, no, these like, are standouts. All these people will be doing their own thing in their own spaces. Yeah. Nothing to do with being signed to J. Cole. That's, that's what I think Rockefeller was supposed to be. You know, with Freeway, with uh, Beans, with Memphis, with... They had all these artists with Kanye. Young Chris. Yeah, you know. But obviously Rockefeller didn't get a chance to 
Record a Shea Butter Baby? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah Jay-Z like, wish he had that one. What? Yeah. Can you imagine Beanie Siegel? <laughs> On the remix? <laughs> it had been, been Rel featuring Beanie Siegel and Young Chris. It would have been not a hit. <laughs> but it would have been an underground classic, man. Yeah. What? Yo, like you had brought us on to our attention that I feel like I've been hearing about. I just hadn't gotten to properly hear yet. The Kenny Mason song, I mean. Oh, Kenny Mason's hit. Yeah. Running up a jet, running numbers up a hundred bit. Coming in again, really want to get another hit. Double in the licks, double hits up and double nigga click, double dash. Yeah, we jump a nigga quick, jumping in it, jump a liar with the kick, lions in the den. I got a buying into it. I know the ill little, I just hit a lick. Smoker. Yeah, man, that's a banger. <laughs> Smoker. It's fun when you hear a banger from an artist early in their career. Mm-hmm. Like, very early. Like, Kenny Mason's brand new. Right. Like, he's just fresh out the womb as far as, like, artist goes. Like, how much do we even know about him? I couldn't really find much. Almost nothing. I'm okay. trying to say, what side of talent is he from? He's from the east side? Uh, I was trying to figure that out listening to... Firestarter, but I didn't he, really he's get somewhere a around grass. here. Yeah, no, nah, he's like being yeah. the Swats, Atlanta. Okay, yeah. he's definitely from like Atlanta, the city. I've heard three Kenny Mason songs in my life, and I love them all. <laughs> Wait, what's the Firestarter? Yeah, hit. Yeah, and uh, oh shit, what's the name of the other record? There's another record that he had like a little small, like a short video. Uh, he, for. He's like the one that first caught my attention. And I was like, oh shit, this dude is like spitting some shit. Like, as far as artists go, he's moving in a very unique way. As far as there's not a lot of music online, but he's done a lot of sh- like local shows mm-hmm. and he's performing music that people get excited about. Like, the song Hit was something he was performing at shows before it was released. So he's almost building up this anticipation. He's also like released a string of really well shot quality videos mm. of like two minute songs, two, three minute songs that are not released either. So he's kind of building this really interesting momentum of you got content, but you're not putting it out yet. So mm. hit was like his first song, I believe in like 18 months. Yeah. And it's just fun. Yeah. It's scam rap. It's about like excellent scam. scam rap. Yeah, excellent, excellent scam yes, rap. And the that's and the, exactly what the well placed like shorts, the skits are like the little audio pieces in the oh I gotta, oh, I gotta yeah. find the source for it. It's it was beautiful. a Twitter I seen the Twitter video once and it's about this kid. He's like when you hear it, it's just hilarious. It's like a guy. So from it is a thing. viral video. It's not yeah, something that it's he a viral oh. video. Yeah, the okay, clip that's you. in the song and the way they structured the clip is it's almost like it's beautiful. I thought that was his friend. Yeah. I thought I, I was convinced right. too. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I thought it was really no, people. That's man. why I was like, wow. oh shit. I gotta, I gotta find like, the clip. But yeah, it's like yeah. the scammer asking somebody like, yo, what's your bank information? Yeah. And yeah. since uh, you the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> so you the so you the middleman. Like you made you made, how, how many bands? He said, like, he, said, he, like said he said how much you made. He said like like three. Say three hundred. Not three thousand. <laughs> Crazy? Like, like you stupid? Like three. And 000. he sounds like he's just like right on Moreland. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? No. It's like, beautiful. It was funny. off of Moreland, but like he's almost aged out of the Gap Kids model age. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like almost. How old is Kings? Kenny has to be like 22, 23. Okay. He looks so young. Oldest. So young. So I haven't seen him live like a whole set. Like I've been able to catch him in pieces. Like uh, where? Like where are you catching it? He had a show at God is Dope. Oh, okay. They put together a showcase that I was at. Yeah. You know, God is Dope isn't really like a music venue. No. It's a streetwear store where they allow performances. It doesn't have any ventilation. They ain't got no AC. It's hot. So, but he brought out like a nice amount of kids. Him and his whole group brought out a nice amount of kids that made you feel like, oh, this is like youthful energy. Mm-hmm. This is uh, something that's becoming something of a movement. So when Hit dropped, I noticed how much the reception was just from those kids that was at the shows or just oh, like excited that it was just out. Like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this song. I've been waiting for this yeah. song. I've been waiting for this song. And you know, I seen Young Nudie retweet it. I mm-hmm. seen Deontay Hitchcock uh, tweet about it. It's starting to feel like that kind of movement where people right. are being yeah. accepted of it. But I met Kenny at A3C last year through Mark Gianni of Stream Cuts. And the first thing me and Kenny really talked about was Lil Wayne. Okay. Oh, like, that was like 
would I can see really, that though. Yeah, he's very Wayne-ish as far as just like delivery and style. And he's really like stylistically an interesting rapper because he pits so much in these verses. Like his mm-hmm. only three minutes, but that song got like three like changes. Like yeah. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a lot happening, but it's digestible. That's what I find super interesting about his music is he's very versatile in a way that we would probably like regard like Young Thug, but mm-hmm. he's doing it in like his way. Yeah. You know, he's very, he kind of has a, a conversational style. Yeah. And it's just very like smooth. And he has punchlines, he got bars. Like he's a rapper to be excited by. Like he's a rapper I'm excited to see grow. Yeah. Right. I, told, right, right. I told him I would interview him in five years. Cool. Yeah. yeah Cause I was like, I want to see what happens. Put that on the right. Google calendar. Yeah. No, he yeah. knows. He was like, yeah. Cause I was like, in five years, we're going to talk. Because I feel like you'll be someone to talk to. That's kind of wild. Because before that God is Dope store came out on Edgewood, it was like a fancier boutique before then. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because several A3Cs prior, I saw Father perform there. Wow. That yeah. sounds very on Like brand. next to like some linen jumpsuits and some <laughs> shit. You know, they had like their CDs all stacked out. And so now I feel like I understand the energy. It's like you know it's very underground still he would be a department store rapper if department store was still open exactly exactly, exactly. Like, i feel like edgewood is not the spot for young rappers anymore because obviously no. you know the city changes yeah, no for so. my day he would definitely be at lenny's yeah like, oh yeah like the 2005 6 like he would definitely would have been at lenny's with holly weird and Jumping Monet. off the pool table, yeah. yeah. Like he has, yeah, for sure. and I and I like that about him when you're able to trace where he would be placed it in the city, right? Like mm-hmm. he's yeah, yeah, an yeah. Atlanta rapper in that regard. So I mean, obviously they have new obstacles about like presenting him to a wider audience and even just giving him a consistent space in the city mm-hmm. because so much is changing. But yeah, like he's he's the probably like the newest rapper out of Atlanta that I'm the most excited about, and I think hit. With the like, if hit hit is what uh, I feel like for JID, what never is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like absolutely. when he performs hit at that's shows, gonna, that's gonna be that it's one. Gonna go he, when, when he and like you said in that five year, which by the way is a hell of a compliment to give somebody. Yeah. Like in five years, I want to talk to you because you'll be worth talking to in five years. If somebody told me that shit, I'd be like, God damn it! Yeah. I'm gonna go <laughs> the entire fucking world. Like, and I'm gonna go back and talk to that guy because he we on the same yeah, page. Yeah, he a, sees a future. Yeah, he, he sees, sees the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees like, the vision. So like, I fuck with that. But um. No, but when he does his set in five years and he's gone through this gang of hits and he stops the set and he says, are there any day one Kenny Mason fans in there? And then he does hit. Hey. That's going to be one of them ones. Like, that's one of those kind of songs. Floors in the collapse. Yeah. So yeah. cute. So that's always exciting when you see an artist, especially when you start building that catalog of records. Mm-hmm. Early on, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be like, something. This one matters. This one sticks. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's got to be a crazy feeling, even though, I mean, I guess it's, presumptuous to assume but some i feel like when you're creating music at least from from the people that i've seen create music i feel like that whatever that energy is that night is kind of what you're trying to capture and take with you everywhere you go every time you perform this song when you present this Mm -hmm. song to the world you want it to feel like how you felt when you first made it and loved it and the reason you put it out in the first place absolutely i was with a jack harlow yesterday and jack jack's a new artist he's uh over at generation now now mm-hmm. yeah dj drama so he has an album confetti dropping next week i believe so he played the album for me last night and i really enjoyed it he was telling me how with this album he realized why he want I, why he makes music he's like i want to make music that people can enjoy themselves too you know he said like I have a serious side, like I have an introspection side, but like I, with this album, I wanted it to be a party. Cause like, I want to be a DJ, but I'm a rapper. So like, I want to press play on the records. I mm. want to be a DJ, yeah. but I'm a rapper. Well, he said it. That's, that's very, very interesting. Like, Tell me huh. more about that. When huh. you hear the album, we'll talk, but it's supposed to feel like you're pressing play. And okay. it's just like, boom. Like to me, it's a perfect ox chord album. Interesting. And okay. That's the most modern way I can put it. Like when you hear it, you'll probably understand like how how fast everything happens and how everything is supposed to make you feel like bruh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to get that kind of reaction out of you. And I and I believe that self awareness 
is going to be super important for artists to know what kind of music they're making, why they're making it. And if you go into the studio with that idea and knowing what you're trying to create, you can get some magic out of that. For sure. Yeah, I like Jack. Uh, I forget the name of the, the first album. Um, the Gazebo album? That's the uh, one with the, on the, where they're standing on the roof? I think that might have been the one before that. The one before that, right? Yeah. That's a- um, but I like Jack. Like I, I, When I saw him, it made me think of like one of the first times I heard Mac Miller. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Aww. let me see where we're going with this. Like, let me see what's let me see what's happening here. So Jack is one of those guys that I've kind of watched from afar a little bit. It's still early for him, but yeah, he sure. he's coming into his own for where he is right now. Because I think that's a part of it too. Younger rappers, the ones that excite me, are the ones that kind of have this consistent growth in their identity. You know, he's not doing any drastic changes. He's not trying to be anyone else because that's what high, like he doesn't try to sound like Gunna, a little baby or, you know, Young mm-hmm. Thug. He has, he knows who Jack Harlow is and he's just like morphing and transforming and evolving that idea. And those are the rappers to me that are exciting. That's what Mac Miller did too. Like Mac For Miller sure. was very mm-hmm. much about personal growth mm-hmm. and constant evolution. And I see those qualities in Jack too. Cute. You. Um, did you want to talk about that one last song, Ja? The all talk one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Listen, uh, we, so last week we were talking about how like Popeye should be given out as Grammys, but I never thought that Popeye's would put me <laughs> onto a record. That's how I first came across this, though, because it was made into a meme. Did you guys not see this? No, I, didn't I, see, did I never saw the meme. Oh, oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry. So for those who haven't seen All Talk by the artist, I don't know how you say it, though. I guess it, I've been calling them 3-0 Black. 3-0 Black? I, I, okay. I guess it's 3-0 Black. Okay. That's all that I can take So for it. those who haven't seen the music video yet, there's a part where two guys try to invade this guy's house while 3-0 Black is like hanging out in the kitchen. He takes out a shooter and he goes, bam. And But this is when he does the four. The four, yeah, yeah, bam, yeah. That's three, like, that's bam, an bam. amazing. The amazing that, like, line, amazing. but. There's four niggas walking up and it's just me. Now it's just three. Now it's just two. Now it's just me. Hey, hey. Somebody had posted pasted the Popeyes logo onto 3 old Black and then so like the guy the intruders coming in are like Wendy's Chick-fil-A oh gotcha so when you sent me this I recognized the music video from that meme this is the Popeyes shooter (laughs) this is the Popeyes shooter correct this is the Popeyes shooter I know this guy correct well, it's funny because I came across it in a similar way, but not because of the chicken. But I was, <laughs> it was, it was a completely unrelated tweet. But I do a thing. I didn't. You always used to do this. I don't know why I do it now. Where if I see a tweet that I think is interesting or just saying something that either I know is either going to make people laugh or piss people off, I just scroll the responses now, okay. the replies, just to see like how people are responding to whatever this thought was. Okay. And I forget what the tweet was, but the part that I came across was the part you just described, but it wasn't with the chicken. It was like the actual clip from the music video that didn't have the memes. And when I was looking at it, and it was like nine seconds, but it was just that part of the verse. And I was like, this is amazing. Like <laughs> countdowns and murders, and I was like, "Oh, was this like is Sesame fucking Street fantastic!" Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Sesame like, Street murders. Though. Yeah, Sesame Street, like not even murders. It was self defense because he was like, they ran up on me, <laughs> right. so I was defending myself on Sesame but Street. How proud he was to shoot them. to shoot. Yeah, he was very. <laughs> this man, oh make no God. mistake about it. He was very happy to shoot all four of these people. Yes. It almost makes you feel bad for the guy that tried to ambush them. Like, <laughs> y'all didn't like, know. You had no idea who you were watching. I count, motherfucker. Wick, like, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like that's one song everyone has a meme that was introduced to it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had sure. a Dragon Ball Z meme where with it's that like. Same video? Yes. No. With that song. Like, yeah, that's the only way I know it because it was like, <gasps> if you understand Dragon Ball Z, there's this scene where. Gohan's like destroying all these cell juniors and like every time like one blows up it's like it's like, like, like yeah. it's the perfect <laughs> meme record like there's very few songs so they laid perfect. the song on top of yes on top the of the clip music? yeah wow. you could put that clip on anything like I wish I wish that song was bigger yeah so you and me like, both cause it could it could be Old Town Road yeah <laughs> no like to me like we talked about this before like just good songs of violence 
And like this is an amazing violence song. Yeah, like, it is. when there's just when there's terrible things happening to people, like this is one of those songs you want to be playing when something bad is happening. If the if the world went Mad Max dystopian right now, like this is one of the songs I want in my AirPods. If AirPods <laughs> still work in the, in the Mad Max dystopia, like that's how I feel about Three O Black and All Talk. It's always funny when violent records take off. Because you know, like video games is too violent. This is too violent. But like that song is violent. Well, listen, I we I went to one music fest last weekend, and when KP brought out Waka Flocka, now granted, there's no, there was no like, I'm sure there was some, but one music fest largely is not 25 and 22 year olds. Like Mm-mm. everybody in there has a 401k, maybe multiple <laughs> kids. Like they have decent <laughs> jobs. Everybody has good health insurance and shit like that. Like we're talking about 35s and older in there. And when Waka Flocka came on, everybody was violent, and it was beautiful. It was our generation. It was our generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I want this to be one of those songs that lives in that. Pain. And they probably, probably been be vibing big, to DMX, or like you know, earlier in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no. All this do is forever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's forever. Forever. yeah, that's forever. Yeah, yeah. I wish Waka could be- get back in that. Just violent back. Yeah, yeah, but like you gotta fuck your money up to get there. Like he's probably (laughs) fine. He'll never be down that bad. They'll never lock and see you up again. Like just the the things that happen. Things have to happen in his life in order for those songs to happen. Probably aren't gonna happen. I want Walking Flocka to be a happy man. I want him to have a happy marriage and raise his kids and Mm -hmm. continue to make money. But but that does not make good violent rap music. No, I need you to make good. Like you're not on grocery no more. But I need you back there. But I need you to act like. Yeah, right. Just like have a flashback. Just drive through. You know, like Gucci has to visit the Texaco every, every now every and then. Every now, now and then. You got to pull up on Boulder Crest yeah. and, and pull in the Texaco. Sniff the air. And just, <laughs> you know. You're expecting him to do this while he's in Miami or exploring lagoons around the world? I just need him to take like one trip. Like yes. once a year. Like, probably try, send like, somebody. Like, listen. No, no, no. no, no. He has that, that while you're no, there. No. He has to travel to the Mecca. Yeah, wow. Man. He has to travel to the Mecca in his own, his own behalf. Oh my God! And a dirty, and a dirty wife beater, and some dirty Air Force Ones, and like stand <laughs> in the middle of Texaco, yeah, and breathe the air. I agree. Yeah, with you, you gotta like, you know, as a ritual. Oh my God! Absolutely. Like going to Joshua Tree, but for the you trap. You know, on that note, <laughs> 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 Josh's a man that understands me. Yeah, man. No, I feel you, bro. you can't do I it unless it. you go back there. Man. No, it, you got to look at the ghost again, bro. You know I totally understand. Goodbye. Um, we appreciate you listening to this episode of the Something to Say podcast produced by Michael Saba out here in the SWATs. Um, if you guys want to tell us what you've been listening to lately, uh, do so on our respective Twitters. This is not an invitation to send your mixtape, though. Yeah, I'm probably not going to listen to your mixtape. I will not listen to your mixtape. Yeah, sorry. Mixtape. But I'm not sorry. Just tell us what you're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just let us know what you like. Let's Unless you're going to send us snacks. Yeah, yeah, we do accept snacks. Yeah, you send us snacks in the mixtape. Like we'll consider it. We might not listen, but we'll consider it. I can be bought with snacks. I will yeah. say that. You can. Yeah. Oh God. Facts. <laughs>